the best performing, best ranking thumbnails are going to first focus on like expressive faces. That tends to work just amazingly well. If it's especially some main character or recognizable person, you see it, it's pretty obvious. Like, oh, I connect with that person. I want to see that. What's kind of funny, though, is they found that villains or like the evil characters perform especially well. It's like anytime there's like, oh, that represents the bad, put that up there and that's going to perform extra well. Welcome back to the Smart Nonsense Podcast where we talk about entrepreneurship, self-development, challenging norms. Sometimes the episodes start with, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, come watch us on YouTube. Pop, Pop, have you ever thought about how absolutely crazy a nosebleed is? Yeah, you're you telling know, I, me. Ask a question. You're just gonna and don't sit let me there. Answer. That's fine. Rhetorical. I didn't. I I didn't mean for you to jump in or anything. You're just gonna sit there, do one of these across your nose. Your 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 face is leaking blood. That's crazy to me. You just take it, dude. I I was in uh, up until about third grade. I rode the bus in this school. It took me like an hour and a half. It was illegal. That's fine though. The problem was, I got on the bus and there was this kid I kind of knew. No one really liked him, so he sat with me. The problem was, he came in with a bloody nose every morning. His mom, though, <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't want you doing this belky sniffle snuffle. So I'm going to shove like this this uh, thick, just wrapped toilet paper. It was like a pellet. Just a pellet into his nose. So pretty much every other week, he'd come in with a pellet in his nose. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Julius? <laughs> Actually, he went to Brown, I think, uh, <laughs> with us. But no, that weird, Julius so is no from Chicago. No, that's an even weirder, Julius. You don't want that one. Well, I this have a one, question for you. Okay, I have a, really I have a question bad. for you then. If that was the case for him, why were you sitting alone on the bus with a seat available for Julius? I really, I wish I could explain it to you. Boom, baby! No uh, <laughs> Julius, sit with me! Julius! Yeah, no, I, I was probably the weirdo. But, uh, hey, here's the thing. I also had bloody noses for a while. I couldn't figure it out. But every, oh my god, dude, I forgot about this. Holy shit. I knew so, this hook was going to spark something in you. <laughs> oh, dude. So I got bloody noses, like, really bad for all my life. I think from, like, hockey, we used to have locker boxing which is you put on your helmet and your gloves and nothing else, and the freshmen would go against the seniors, and I got the shit beat out of me, and I just had a bloody nose for, like, years after that. Um, but flash forward to, like, junior or senior year. It must have been senior year of college. There's this girl. Uh, a friend ended up going out with her. Uh, so we, we... – all right, this girl, Monica. Uh, when you started I went it. on, like, this, this, like, date with her, I guess. And uh, I don't know what it was. I, I didn't really. I was too scared to ask girls on dates. So whatever the fuck it was, it was crepes and hanging out. And we go to the crepes, and I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome." I'm, I'm joking around, and then all of a sudden, a drop like hits my hand. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" But she didn't no. see it, and I'm like, "No, it's just red, deep red." And I'm like, "That's not good. It's one of the Dylan like it's dry out bloody noses." But I'm like, "Fine, just suck it right back up." You can't. You Doesn't can't stop work. the flow. It's fluid dynamics. Out of nowhere. i never seen a flow like this. It's like a S-curve toilet. The shit, you hit that uh, threshold, and it just started draining. I've never Siphons. seen anything like it. <laughs> High dude, pressure. <laughs> low pressure. Dude, the differential was insane. And I'm like, 
I'm like, yo, Monica, you got like, can I borrow your napkin? And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like shoving it. And she's like, it's soaking through. And she's like, what's going on? Do you need like a doctor? It's literally like, I've never seen anything. <laughs> I could have sworn half the blood in my body was coming out of my face. And I, I'm like in the street just leaking. And she's like, fuck, do you want to come back to my, my dorm? And I'm like, easy now. And <laughs> so I, I go into her bathroom and I'm just like covered in blood. Her roommates are like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, I just want to eat crepes. So that's it. Here's I, I'm glad I'm glad this is 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 that relatable. I actually um, wow uh, I didn't know. The it was like a supposed to be like an hour hangout. It turned into like 15 minutes, and I went home because my face was bleeding too much. <laughs> right, so that's not normal. And uh, the other thing that's not normal is the fact that this is an episode about our favorite Twitter threads this week. And here we That's are, what this is four and a half minutes in, bloody faces. I like I, it. You know what's kind of weird? It might be because my nervous tick is I always do this with my nose, and it just, like, triggers blood. Uh, I realized that back Oh, you're probably rubbing it I... raw. <laughs> Want to look up in there? I also really like rubbing when a doctor, raw. like, looks Why do you up think that's a nervous... Oh, yeah, you do? <laughs> you like that, huh? That's strange. <laughs> Did you want to know that? I thought you'd want to know that. You like when a doctor looks up in your nose and your ears? I've never well, heard like, that before. <laughs> yeah, you, they get the stethoscope or whatever you call that. Nothing. No, know I know what it's it. like. I've been to a doctor. I, I get a sick little high off of it. <laughs> I'm like, doctor, do me dirty. And then he. How about Q-tips? Uh, that gets me going too. I, I Q-tip this morning just for the feeling, actually. They say not to do it more than once a week, but I'm into it. So it's, it's, it's once awful. a week. Yeah, I do it after every shower it. to dry out my my ear. Yeah. Oh, that's even weirder. I thought I was. It's a musket. It's a musket. Hey, what one thing? I well, Bob, before we get into the thread, don't. That's a. Here's yeah, what I realized. It's a hook yesterday. for the ages. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. I just feel bad for Monica because that was the weirdest crepe session I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I wish I could properly like. I you can't document something like that, but it's literally like take a pint of blood like you see at the the hospital, like they got them in bags or something, and just fucking put that on my face and punch me and explode it all over my face. That that was uh, <laughs> the slaughter that she saw. But what I realized is this. I texted you yesterday. I'm like, Belky, uh, I don't know what I said to start it, but I'm like, basically, hey, do you want to do a thread too? And I'll do a thread and we both do threads or I can just thread it. And you're like, I don't know. Fucking, you can just thread it if you want. I'm like, yeah, I just like, I got a crack high off it. Like, do you get crack highs off this? And you're like, nah, nah <laughs> not really. I just kind of just show up and, and see the word nosebleed. And then you kind of tweak out for like 30 minutes. I'm like, really? Really? I, I don't know what you get a Maybe crack, it's... if it's your little checklist, or what, what's your crack high? Well, well, then I told you, I don't really get highs. High highs. I don't really get <laughs> lows. That's the saddest thing. My, cra my crack high is just the most average constant. <laughs> it's just, I get a high out of not getting high. <laughs> That's... <sighs> I think what it's, you're explaining to me crazy. is bipolar disorder. Could be. Or you got something bad. What's the opposite of bipolar? You got fucking boring. Well, that's shit what you disorder. said. We all got something. We all got something crazy, <laughs> dude. Just and nobody's changing. 
nobody's uh, changing all different par, shapes, huh? sizes, and skews. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You just I kind of like that episode this morning. Uh, it's April 26th, so whatever the MFM that is, you'll see it on YouTube. My first you million. Will. My first million. Sampar's like, you know, I realized you just got to treat people how they are. You don't have the hope they're going to change in the future. Like, uh, well, there's a lot of references. I don't, don't want to call myself out or people involved with me. But it's like, Dylan's not going to change. I'm just kind of like that, and you just got to put up with it. Versus, I, I just read yesterday, though. The fuck, what is that book? Uh, the, the Courage to be disliked. Courage to be disliked. And it's like, you can change I gotta on read a that dime. today, huh? The past ain't a thing. And now I'm like, I don't know what to believe. But well, I know as a heuristic rule of thumb, people aren't likely to change. Like, what did they say? It's guilty until proven innocent that you're going to change. When ha- Andrew Huberman has some uh, research, some study around the fact that. Um, after the age of 25, any change has to be, um, like self-fulfilled. After the age of 25, you cannot, you cannot make somebody change. What do you got? Three months? You're saying I'm malleable for about two months. months. (laughs) I'm a little mallard duck. (laughs) (laughs) Squeak, squeak. But yeah, think about that. I'm like, there's so many, there's so many things, um, I would want my parents to change for instance. I'm going to impose myself on them. And there's just, they're not going to change unless it comes from within. Then it comes from within. They get all jazzed about it. Classic. You can lead the horse to water. You can't make them drink after the age of 25. Yeah. Sean's Before that, they're mallard ducks. Shooting videos. Uh, hey. No, he's not, Pop. What you got for threads? <laughs> I was trying to connect mallard ducks <laughs> to this thread. I, it's a really <laughs> fucking tough one. I don't think I can pull it off. But hey, let me say before about, we get to this thread, uh, let me say before we get to this thread, I'm going to toot our horn a little bit. What was that episode last night um, that you said Pam was, um, edited stuff? This video almost made us $20 million. Something like that. Yeah. This video um, made us $20 holy million. shit. This shit rips. Pom. I don't watch this podcast. Pom, 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 pom. I don't watch this podcast. I had a boatload of things to do late in the evening. And you're like, just check this out because I think Pam crushed it. I watched the thing and I literally... Pom, dude, you're right. Sorry, Pom. Pom Um, I just see P-A-M and I'm like so American that, yeah, Pom Pilot. God, I'm an idiot. Hey, I didn't mean to derail you. No, that's Pam. I couldn't click away from the thing. For an hour and ten minutes. I was there, Pop. I said half the words. I couldn't click away from the thing. That's crazy to me. And uh, so good for us. You know. know, Good for us. (laughs) Good for us. Good for Pom. She fucking ripped it. Uh, I think that's what I realized too. It's like scratch your own itch. Make videos that you would watch yourself. It's like, uh, granted, yeah. we, we stroke our own egos and like, hey, that's my face up there. I want to watch that. And that's kind of our whole business model, too, is people like seeing their face and uh, edited in nice ways. But uh, we didn't realize it till you get hooked well, you know into what your it own is. episode. What it is, Ali Abdal talks about the cringe test, mm-hmm. where it's like um, you will get to a point where when people ask what you do or like what your YouTube channel is, you'll tell them with like full gusto as opposed to cringing based on your past work and it's like when you get over that cringe test that's when you know you're making something like you're really proud of 
and you you got past that. That happened with me on the vlog a couple weeks ago. Just I've been past thousand, that for huh? this for for a while because I think the content's nice. Just took a thousand. Hey, hey. I don't want to sap all the tea out the room before we talk about <laughs> one <laughs> tweet. Sentimental and shit. Uh, I was gonna talk about bold introvert and how that that I run that by the cringe test. But my dad shared it with a bunch of his friends. Like, <laughs> is this Dylan's real personality, or is he just asked out? And it's like we still don't know. Uh, hey, here's the thing. All right, I want to talk. Trust me, we don't. I want to talk about our favorite stock that took a plummet that uh, has an amazing business model that kind of sucks at the same time. It's called Netflix. What What are we breaking okay. down? We're breaking down this Trung fan, Trung T fan, uh, on Twitter at Trung T fan. He had a thread that got me into this rabbit hole of uh, how does Netflix make shit you want to watch. Now, uh, he actually got it from an article that they put out maybe oh, five yeah. or so years ago. And uh, it it's one of those like, oh, I love it when people share what they're discovering. Like Netflix wants to keep everything close to their chest, obviously, but it's just so brilliant. And it, it relates to kind of our world in, in terms of like making watchable, clickable shit on YouTube. So uh, here's the problem with Netflix, right? You get in there, you're sitting with Athena, you're trying to watch some good ass show, and you click that the app open. Like Selling Netflix. Sunset. That. Selling Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you Dude, can Dude, it's got it, it all. It, it, Hot people. No. Real estate, good drama, and two bald brothers that rule the rule the world two bald brothers uh, <laughs> that should be the real title of the series uh, uh, no two bald brothers sorry continue um, sorry i i got i i, I ruined this you're clipped no well basically no i'm not like sex they'll, they'll figure out it trim around your ass uh here's the thing okay y you just go straight to what you want but for most people the second they click open the app they got a 90 second shot clock it's 90 seconds between when you click the app Netflix and when you're going to click out. So they're like, okay, we have this entire catalog, all this video and video and video and video or movies, all of this stuff. How do we make sure they get something they want to watch within 90 seconds? Because if they click out, they're gone. They're going to fucking go play on TikTok, especially now. It's probably down to 60 seconds. So what's the best way to do that? Well, let's see what they got when they normally show something. It's like, okay, you can show like that little trailer at the top that auto plays, or you can show the title or the description, or you can show like the ranking. Is it MA or uh, just a bunch of things? But the most obvious one is the artwork, aka the thumbnail. It's like when we're thinking, okay, what are we going to click on first? Are we going to read or are we going to look at the thumbnail? It's like, well, according to science, visually we process 60,000 times as fast as reading. So like it probably doesn't translate one to one, but like picture you could read one title in the time that you could quickly scan 60,000 thumbnails. It probably doesn't equate to that, but even take it. Well, think about how we have. Yeah. 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 Give us some. Lessons. Think about how we evolved, right? Everything was visual. We got two eyes. Then we start making noises with our mouth that turns into language, which is audio. And then, only then after that, we go to written. Uh -huh. So I see it as, like, visual, then audio, then written. Right. Like, like you can look at a paragraph of text. It doesn't mean anything. Okay, if you heard it, that's, like, one layer better. And then video. Like, we're just visual creatures. Uh -huh. Yeah, I never thought about the, the audio side of it, too. Because visual, audio, 
Well, I guess visual is text too. Image audio. Right, it's like text. sounds turns into language, but that was that was fifty thousand years or more after we were using our eyeballs. Right. So basically, just take it. Our brain evolved like that. So let's let's just focus on what the brain does. So they know if they want to show you the most amount of content, so you can quickly analyze and decide what's in it for you. Let's focus on the thumbnails, the artwork. The problem is this, though. Normally, they would go and like take uh, Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset, they would have their creative team come up with a couple different artworks and be like, hey, Netflix, use this. This is what we put on the billboards and all our like paid ads and, I don't know, magazines or whatever they use. It's like Netflix looks at it. It's like, okay, this might be good, but it's also meant for like a 100 by 60 foot billboard that's on the side of whatever the highway is in California. Like, that's not going to work. Because you shrink it down, you have like Sunset Boulevard, almost nothing. Yeah, Sunset Boulevard. It, it would be Sunset, <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. It, that's yeah. how it translates over. So, if if no longer the artwork that they're doing translates, let's just make our own artwork. The same way we with the pod, we're like going through trying to find a frame where it's like my face being goofy and like looking happy and expressive, and your face looking goofy, and then we throw on like one image in the middle that represents something about what we talked about, the most interesting thing. That's what we're trying to do. They're just trying to do the machine learning version of that. So they're like, okay, mm -hmm. step one, we don't have our palm who can go through and look for all these uh, frames that might be the best. So let's just have the robots go through. Take an hour long episode of Selling Sunset. There's gonna be 86,000 different frames in that hour episode. It's like, okay. We have 86,000 frames. Now let's go through and categorize each one. Like let's, let's go and tag it with all these different metadata. So it's looking at like contrast, uh, brightness. It's looking at facial recognition, nudity, uh, just like kind of how the composition is laid out, if there's people in it, et cetera. So it's doing all of this tagging. And then once it has all that information, it's going to go through and rank. And so it kind of breaks it down into visual, contextual, and composition. Visual is kind of like that brightness, contrast, all like the basic. Is it just a good image? Does it have like motion blur? We don't want that. Let's just cut all that shit out. And then it's like, okay, contextual. Is it like a bunch of people or is it like an image of some, I don't know, beautiful landscape or what might it be? And then it's composition. Like, is it rule of thirds? Does it have depth of field? Like the, the classic art school kid that's going to tell you that that makes it a beautiful photo. You opened your mouth like you were going to chime wow. in. Okay. That's all real? Yeah. So I for wasn't. every single gonna, frame, it's just going through. I wanted to say, through. wow, I didn't, I didn't want to cut you. And we got the lag switch. Hey, one of these days, we'll be back in person. Oh, wait. I might be, run I might be running out of Wi-Fi. Hold on. <laughs> but, but that was expected, so don't worry. And I bought another. Oh, wait. No, we're good, Pop. We, we should be good. Hey, false alarm. So basically, it takes all this stuff. It kind of grades it. And now you're going to go through and rank it. So you're like, okay, we have all this criteria, let's rank it. And what they've found is that the best performing, best ranking thumbnails are gonna first focus on like expressive faces. That tends to work just amazingly well. If it's especially some main character or recognizable person, you see it, it's pretty obvious. It's like, oh, I connect with that person, I wanna see that. What's kind of funny though, is they found that villains or like the evil characters perform especially well. It's like anytime there's like, oh, that represents the bad, put that up there and that's going to perform extra well. Um, then 
it's like just basic stuff like brightness Whoa. that that helps um not having a, a shit ton of like people because they referenced orange is the new black and they had uh the first season had like I don't know, five people on the thumbnail second season they realized all this learning and they a b tested all of it and they're like oh let's just put the main character's full face right up there and nothing else it's like oh that that works and then also hyper localized stuff so there's this uh what's it called uh eight i think hold on let me look at fuck i forget what it's called there was some series like eight uh oh sense eight hateful eight Eight. so sense eight was this uh this show and it kind of had like diverse characters and backgrounds and so they tested in different locations around the world and in germany for example they liked the abstract artwork versus in america we like the big faces and then in Argentina, it likes, I don't know, landscapes. So just completely different variations based on preferences, based on your culture. So they found all this stuff. And uh, basically what happens is this like very nice intertwining of the machine learning robots with the creative teams where the robots find the best frames and then the creative teams come and like uh, put on text in a pretty way. Uh, at least five years ago, this is what they did. Put on in a pretty way and Dude. then upload it. And that's what they're constantly testing. And what's kind of cool is this. That's like that's like the perfect. That that's like the perfect um, Naval. Like, don't be worried about jobs being automated out. It just lets um, it just lets humans focus on the higher level, fun, creative tasks. Right. It's like let the computer crunch all the stupid data, but the computer couldn't really make an emotional, compelling, artistic thumbnail. Right. So then the human just focuses on that. Brilliant. Yeah. What what's kind of what I like about this is looking at different thumbnails. Uh, one thing that it referenced in the, the research paper, or the blog article that they put out was the short game, which is a documentary about a bunch of little binkies, a little Brian Hong's like young golfers. I don't know. They're like six to 12 years old that are amazing. Like, okay, we produce this. How do you make sure it gets the most eyeballs? They came out with a bunch of different thumbnails. It's like me looking at it. I have no idea which one would perform best. Not a clue. But you just run it through a number of people and you're like, oh, this one performed like 15% better than all the other ones. And I have no idea why it just did. So that's where you like uh, the sort of creative director who would pick like, this is the one that should go on the billboard. It's a bunch of bullshit beyond a certain level. It's like, get all the basics out with like, with their little ranking algorithm of like, let's just cut all the motion blur, nudity, all the stuff that like uh, doesn't, wouldn't look good in a thumbnail. And then beyond that, let's just test. And it, it gets back to this, uh, the secretary problem, which we never debriefed this book and I still want to, how to not die alone. That talked about the explore exploit question of like in marriage, how do you know when to keep exploring, dating different people versus exploiting? when you settle down with that one person and just like uh, really invest in one relationship. Same thing here. It's like, okay, you're testing a bunch of different thumbnails. How do you then know when to just commit to one? Because that one is clearly the winner and you want to stick with that one. Still kind of be testing, but really focus on that one. And so they say like, uh, usually it takes them a couple of days to get a significant winner in terms of like this statistically is much better than the others. And then kind of, 
with the research, like you'll keep that one, but still like occasionally want to test just to make sure you're not at some like local maximum. If you're familiar with uh, all that statistical shit. It's like, Easy testing secretary problem. I think uh, too, with the secretary problem, it's, it's been quantified. It's like you will explore for 37. You should, ex you should explore for 37% of the time you allot to exploring. So if that's 100 days, you explore for 37 days, then the next best thing you see on the 38th day, that's what you exploit. Or, sorry, sorry. The next best thing you see up against the best you got in those 37 days is what you exploit. Right. And it can be time or it can just be total So explore for 37 days. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... That's great, Pop. Yeah, so, uh, thanks to Trung for that. Is that your it's, threat? It's also, yeah. It's also kind of cool, though, because uh, we didn't, I didn't talk about this yet, but uh, it'll combine the thumbnail metadata with your preferences. So, for example, the algorithm knows that Henry likes hot chicks in California. It's like, okay, now when we have, I don't know. Uh, and real estate. Okay, sure. I'm trying to think of, like, picture Goodwill Hunting. Now, instead of showing you Robin Williams, because you don't like him as much as, what is it, Mindy Driver? Is that the chick in the show? I'm going to show a hot picture of her. i never seen it. Uh, you've never seen Goodwill Hunting? Mindy mini Driver. No, sir. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's like my favorite movie. Mindy came Oh, that, that crushes me. Well, you should dump me then. <laughs> well... Whatever, it basically takes your preferences and it's like, okay, or Henry. You just you just blocked hold on, hold on, hold on. You just blocked, closed down, and took off your hat and breathed. That's how uncomfortable you were that I haven't seen Goodwill <laughs> hunting. It's so foundational to who I am as a human. Three maneuvers. Um Asp? I know he's got asp. Something deep. Uh but then it's also like, oh, it, it kind of gets your skin tone too so it's like oh Belky's definitely white so we're going to show him a lot of white people and then it gets into some hot water because it's like oh uh this is a black film and there's one white person in it and we showed henry the white person or the reverse it's like oh this uh white film and there's one black person we show the black people black people target had the same problem their their predictions for what people bought because they would put it in a catalog and send it to their house got so good like they would take what i was buying at target without my knowledge on my receipt if i was buying like ice cream and uh i don't know fucking chocolates and, and candy they're like oh he's going through a breakup and then they're gonna send me uh, a magazine with all these things you know a single person would do for instance and they got in trouble with this this pregnant woman whose male went to her dad's house he didn't know she was pregnant she didn't know she was pregnant mm. Target had predicted it and sent her like a magazine full of baby. Well, coupons, that's so. that's where like Target has some data, but hey, the truth hurts. Hey, black people like black people, white people like white people. In algorithms, in algorithms. What you gonna say? The the machine just does what you want. That's what they said too. It's like, well, hey, we're just giving you what you want. So like, who who are you to blame here? Yeah. Uh, well, Pop, I'm really glad you went deep on this because I went about as shallow as possible. I have found my three favorite little Tweety Birds from the week. And if you have nothing else, I think we should go over them. <laughs> That's all I got. 
So I think that's a yes. Steph Smith pop at Steph Smith IO quote the best resume is the portfolio of work that someone builds when no one is asking them to. <laughs> like how you you see I got look at my notebook and like I got Come little, on. like fucking drawings and everything to remember all this stuff. And you're like, I'm just going to read the tweet. <laughs> Drawings. <laughs> uh, is that a Rhode Islander? <laughs> Drawings. There's one R. Um, you want an insight? Drawings? I'll give you an insight. Uh, uh, Drawer, dude. Um, Jesus. You want an insight? Uh, Athena, right? My girlfriend. Oh. Athena. God, she's so lovely. Two um, look at me. I'm doing a breathing uncomfortable because I got to come up with an insight right now. <laughs> <laughs> At least draw some pictures. I have the insight. I don't even remember the tweet. What is it? Okay. Build a portfolio or something? Um, <laughs> build a public? I don't know. I got, I got distracted because you were reading. The best resume. We got a minute and a half. Let's go. The best resume is the portfolio of work that someone builds when no one is uh, asking them yeah, to. Nice. Right? So let me, let, me, let me throw this one at you. I'm... You and I were like talking to Thena. I'm certainly talking I to her too, yeah. for months. Like, what do you want to do? You know, how are we going to get some? How are we going to get some free work out there? You were for a while. Um, this, that, or the other. You know, she tries a couple things, gets some rejection, common stuff. <coughs> and then I got like so busy with clipped and whatnot. <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. Is that a spontaneous eruption? You got to keep of, it together. That, that was a eureka moment in my head. I <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. So I get really busy with Clipped. I'm stressed out the wazoo. I'm just like, I can't. I've barely managed myself. Now I can't manage two people. So she gets to this point where no one's watching. And she just starts booling, dude. Like, doing things that generally interest her. Like, writing. She learns crochet, whatever. Um, I say whatever. What is crochet? Cool. I picture it as croquet. Freaking tank like, top. paper mache. It's uh, like knitting. It's knitting. like knitting. But with one needle, I think it's for younger people. No, because knitting's got two needles. Got around two down. pinhead Larrys. Crochet is just one little needle. <laughs> and uh, then, then we're going on a walk one day. She comes. Look at this insight, dude. We're going on a walk one day. She turns to me. She's like, "I just took a SEO course on um, on Google." It's just like, "Oh no, it's on HubSpot." It was a free HubSpot that course for much. SEO. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. What'd you learn?" She told me all these all these things she learned. Um, she was telling us about our site and, and metadata and all these things. I was like, well, that's cool. I'm too busy to care at the moment. I'm sorry, but that's cool. And then she starts reading about copywriting and she gets into copywriting. She didn't go to school for copywriting. Moral of the story, uh, nobody was watching. She starts doing something she really enjoys, which is writing. She pitches it to a company. She's got the portfolio. She's got the proof of work and, uh, the rest is history. And um, then everyone started clapping. Company. <laughs> that was my insight. What's your eureka moment no, before lovely, I go on to the dude. next? I'm glad your girlfriend's awesome, got a job that pays better than us, <laughs> and uh, is just really going to be the first millionaire among us. Um, what I was going to say first was, reminds me of Ice, our friend who's working at Morgan Stanley. He's some sort of bond trader. I don't know what he does, but he makes a lot of money. But he doesn't like that as much as working for his dream soccer team football team if you want to call it that arsenal he's like i would love to just be an analyst for arsenal or manage their finances like that would be fascinating i'm like ice or we both said uh, back when we had him on the podcast in like episode 19 or something like that 
like, yo, Ice, why don't you just record a pod? Because you always talk about soccer. Just record it. And then when you apply a year from now, when you have enough experience, because supposedly you think you need that, then Arsenal's going to be like, oh, shit. This guy Ice was just doing it on his own for a year, just recording, talking about Arsenal and, and football in general. Like, that's amazing. We tried to have him do that, but then he bitched out because it costs like 30 bucks a month and he quit after six months. So we're like, okay, not for you. But then I have this other friend in Chicago. He's like, do you think I have asked? Picture him. He's just fucking blown out. And uh, <laughs> in a funny way. <laughs> and so we were leaving Chicago and I had blown this. Out. Uh, like we both had these bikes if you don't watch henry's vlog watch that but it's like a two thousand dollar super 73 bike always get cat calls from black guys on the street it's it's pretty hot i tell matt i'm like yo i gotta go to new york but i'm gonna do it in a couple months that's just a fact by the way not that's racist just Never a fact called by a white guy or woman i can indep just uh granted yes i can i can we, corroborate that our studio was in a heavily populated black neighborhood so it kind of statistically makes sense not even though but we passed through a lot of places. Well, it, wa it was. Can't call but, out yeah. the wazoo. So I'm like, yeah. Matt, I'm gonna go to New York. Oh, don't get it. Don't get into it. Don't get into the statistical significance. Let me. Six I fix. was pushing on. We just gotta keep pushing on, persevering, pushing on. Uh, I'm like, Matt, you're going to New York. I'm going to New York. But I gotta take a break. Go to South America for a bit. Uh, can you take my bike there? And then, I want you to kind of improve your life because he was talking about. Uh, we're living in Miami and he's like, I see you doing all these awesome things. I want to do it too, but I don't have the motivation. I'm like, Matt, you can have my $2,000 bike. All you got to do is shoot like 30 podcasts in the three months that I'm gone. And if you shoot 30 podcasts, then you can have my bike. And he's like, awesome. I'm going to do that. And he kind of gets cooking. He's in New York. Uh, I'm still here. I'm actually going to go to Chicago. So I should have just kept the bike, but fuck it. He's got the bike. Just booing around. Actually got in a car crash his first day with it. But that's how fucking there he is. But uh, he's shooting pods. And he gets to the streak. I don't know. Maybe he got like 15 in. But then he went through this little episode, took a break. But then yesterday I got a text. He's like, uh, actually, I didn't get a text. I got a call. And I'm like, ah, it's like 10 p.m. I don't want to pick it up. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm watching a movie with my mom on Netflix because Netflix is dope. He's like, dude, problem. Uh, your bike got stolen. And I'm like huh <laughs> wasn't ex let me actually read it i was not expecting this he's like uh, uh dude read whatever oh so long as it it'll gets get back, back. she's still Smith. cooking he's like someone stole the boat the bike i'm like hello no way he's like i left it outside my friend's apartment it's an expensive place too and it gives me the rent i'm like i don't care <laughs> it's like uh he was just a clown, and I guess he got drunk and left it outside. I'm like, dude, it's New York. What do you expect? You can't leave it an entire day and night and expect that it's still going to be there. He's like, ah, my bad. Uh, basically, uh, hey, <laughs> I got deep into the story and didn't, didn't remember why I got so excited. I just I just realized my bike got stolen yesterday, and I'm never going to get that. Back. I'm going to let you try and figure it uh, out before Smith, I save you. We had her on the podcast, too. You lost? <laughs> so you're lost. Okay. That's what I thought. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's about doing the work when no one's watching. Oh, that's so what I, I wanted Matt to do. So I think Matt was podcasting and, to, and you were proud of him for that. To record his journey of getting into Web3. And uh, I don't think... Well, now he's got to make it or he owes me 2000 bucks. That's what I thought. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, Matt, if you're listening to this or if you also lack motivation, go watch Mel Robbins' TED Talk, How to Stop Screwing Yourself Over got 30 million views 
she talks about why motivation is bullshit. Mm. No one's got it. No one's you got to have so a 1 p.m. podcast. Doing things. Anyway. It's the only way. Yeah, that's right. Wow, it's 1 p.m. there? Jesus Christ, my day is just starting to cook. Number two! Wow. Um, this comes from at Levels.io. I never do meetings or calls ever. I made an exception for Airbnb recently, and I won't make exceptions again. Everything only over text now. Calls and meetings are always bullshit. Pop, I think we make this exception. I certainly do, like one to three times a week, where we're like, we don't do calls, but I'll, I'll make the exception. And then every time I come out of them, just quadruple down. Really? No calls ever. I got to think about it all the way up to the call. We don't really talk about anything on the call. And then I got to decompress after calls for a little with, bit. like clients and shit. Oh, no, our calls are great. <laughs> I yeah, was like, I great. like our calls. Calls with, like, he's talking about, he's, <laughs> yeah, no, these are great. He's talking about, um, he had to do a right. call with Airbnb, like execs at Airbnb or something. Anyway, Pop, I'm going to get on with it. Uh, when, when you're doing calls like that, you should just ask for a preview and then answer the right. preview in text format because uh, that works well, every it's time. Literally you're really like, good at that, Oh, Pop. can we hop on a call? And it's like, so, uh, yeah, sure, but w- what's a preview? Like, what do you want to talk about? That's literally what you send back, and they're going to give you, like, bullet points, and you just answer them, and then it's like you don't even need a call after that. You both realize it in the moment, like, oh, that would have been stupid. So that's that's how I got around it. Now no one even hits me up because they just go through Belky, and I right. don't know. How many calls Belky's on, but apparently it's too many. That's, yeah, that's that's meta. Um, it's not actually that many. It's great. It's a great life we live. Last one, Pop. It's a quick one from at Walter Isaacson. Um, he, he quote retweets an Elon text, Elon Musk text. If you're curious about Tesla, SpaceX, and my general goings on, at Walter Isaacson is writing a biography. Then Isaacson says, yes, and it's getting even more interesting. And that got me all juiced up when you sent it to me because, A, that's one of my favorite books of all time. Um, is it just called Elon Musk? I guess. See, I, I didn't even know he research. wrote that. I think it's just called Elon Musk. And that was probably in 2006. Oh, he didn't, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yes, dude. He didn't write that one. That was yeah, Ashley that was Vance. Yeah, that's, that's was like. Dude, life rips. No, Ashley Vance is a dude. Pop, we got to get the fuck out of here, Pop. <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> you just, it just shut down. <laughs> oh, wait, I want to make my point. I, make a point. I, I want to make my point. I love Walter Isaacson's point, uh, uh, books. He goes so deep like you on this podcast, and I hope he writes the, the, the biography, you know, 20 years later from Ashley Vance's book on Elon Musk. And Ashley Vance is a man. So, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a woman narrating, though. That's that's all I know. Hey, hey, before we go. See ya. Uh, this-